Hello everyone and welcome to episode 252 of Fans of Power. I'm Joe Amato and I'm here with one of my partners in crime. That's Nasty Nate, Nathan Kennedy. Tyler doesn't do these magazine ones with us, so that's why you're only seeing us two or hearing us two if you're getting us, you know, on a rerun. What's a rerun? There, you know what I mean. So that's in case for some people who are watching right now wondering what the hell is going on. Yep, it's always Nathan. We're always doing this. What's up, Nathan? Uh, doing okay. Uh, these early ones kind of tip me off a little bit. Well, early for me, not not early for a lot of people, but earlier for me because I go to bed later and get up around noon, and I don't have to work this week, so I'm particularly lazy. And in case anyone okay. starts freaking out, no, I didn't get a haircut or nothing. It's just pulled back, so I can let my let my chin hair hang out. You can see that a little bit better. Well, today. I think they're freaking out about it, but yeah, you need to shave that chin hair. I, I, that I know. Chin hair shit. That's a, it's, it's a little too much. Yeah. Kind of getting crazy. I, I need to do something about like, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's. No, I'm, I'm not gonna make any bad comments. Um, hey, let me say hello to everyone in the chat room. I was going to, but I was like, no, I'm gonna be a cool guy today. JSP, 80s Rewind, the 90s. Zen Brown, Zentron, Daniel Carhunin, uh, Masters Universe fan number one. I think that's everybody that's here. And uh, yeah, I think I got you all. I'm sure so a few more us. will start pouring in once they the, they get the notification that we're live. But hey, we're gonna do issue four of the Masters of the Universe magazine. Yes, yeah, this uh, this one, uh, well, we'll see when we get to it. Hello, Grimbot, and hello, Brian Davis. They just popped up, too, but uh, this one, I guess, when it comes to stories, uh, they weren't as bad as some of the others, but also, I guess I could say they're not really that amazing, because there's some... There's a, stories, there's there is an incredibly goofy one that is in here. Yeah, I was trying to be nice, but I, I probably won't be when it comes to these stories. I'm re- yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. So, however you want, you start off with the pictures, and... We'll get going. Well, I, I, I'll save the, the poster and then the uh, little board game, which will be also turned a, a different way so it wouldn't, like, take up, like, spread horizontally over the screen so you guys would have to tilt your head to look at it. But anyway. I never played this board game, by the way, so, but, yeah. I, that could, that should be it. something that we should uh, do since I have that static image. I can make a little thing. I'll, I'll go get a, a die. And I'll just sit here and roll for the both of us and see what happens. We'll have to do that at some point. Yeah, we'll do that sometime. Yeah. All right. But uh, as we open up here, She-Ra is coming your way. Meet She-Ra and her band of freedom fighters as they battle villains. <laughs> villains. The villains of Etheria. Jesus. Uh, powerful new series on, on TV Monday through Friday starting September 23rd. I always love those advertisements. It was always cool as shit. I mean, when you seen something new that was coming like that, yeah, you always remember getting hyped. So, yeah, and that's a good advertisement piece. Definitely a good advertisement piece. But why did they put Catra over to the side with the heroes, though? Uh, well, hell, you could say Lucky's over on the bad guys, but I guess he's just hiding. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just, I guess, uh, you know, I'm sure Grimbot would probably have a whole fucking explanation. Well, actually, they did that because at one time they were wondering. No, I don't know. I think it's just placement. It's just how they placed it. But I'm sure Grim will fucking chime in with some nonsense. But some, some of those model sheet action poses still remain undiscovered. Oh, so is that something that the things, I guess, that were shown right here, I guess they don't, they still can't even find. So that's kind of cool. So I guess it might be a place where you only see some of that stuff is right here. Lost, or, of course, in the fucking cartoon, too. But. Lost to time forever. But our contents in this issue, of course, we get our, our letter from He-Man. We get the, the He-Man mailbox, the Orco Earth report. 
we get our He-Man of the issue, which uh, this time around I made sure to read the whole thing because I did not want to get ahead of myself on that one this time around. Uh, and then uh, on page 23, we get our answers to some of the things that we have going on, which is the Mechanic Maze, uh, what is the Forest Phantom, who goes there. One question. Yes. Do, do I sound bad or different or loud? Because Grim is asking if I'm using a different mic, so does that mean I'm sounding bad or loud or something? I didn't know. I, do I, I sound mean, different to you? You sound a little bit louder, but that's... Oh, okay. That's, I think it's just where you reach down and you got really close to your mic for a second. Oh, but yeah, that could be, uh, and it's it's how I shift things around, so, okay. Yeah. All right, what's up, Papa Huds? Okay, go ahead. All right, so, of course, on the next page, we get He-Man holding the poster, which the poster that we get this month is just what you have on the cover. We get our important poster safety information, so you don't kill yourself with the, the staples <laughs> that are inside, which I'm sure Joe probably hurt himself on multiple occasions back in the day. I always had to... Yeah, I always had to take, like, a pen cap. That's what I actually used. I had a pen cap that, you know, the pointy end that I used to lift them up with because, yeah, I couldn't get those damn staples out. And the thing with the posters is some of my posters, or some of these magazines, the posters are not in there anymore with the comics because they got all ripped to shit, and some I left in. This one is one I left in, which is why I never did play the board game that was on this one. But, uh, yeah, some I'd take out, some I'd leave in just because, uh, well, I guess I didn't want to mess it up after a while. Especially, I think Roboto's poster was the one I really jacked uh, up. That's... I used tape to do, yeah, I didn't do tacks. I always did scotch tape on the corners, every poster, and eventually yeah. started ripping them to shit. Oh, Joe. Yeah. It's okay, you didn't know any better. No, nah, I don't. I still don't, but uh, either way, you know, I fucking, I try. How, how would you feel about the, the floppy flat flyer from Sunkist? <laughs> yeah, I could say it. Yeah, there's, what was that crazy as ever, yeah, the the floppy flat flyer. Yeah. Um, I never got that. I had a, I was a Frisbee nutball. I loved playing Frisbee as a kid and I still got my order form. So I, I never mailed off for that thing, but uh, yeah, yeah, this looks like a boring thing. I'm thinking it's a, uh, they had some like shitty, what I called Frisbees <laughs> back in the day. Not the ones where you grab the rim, but yeah. these just weird pieces of crap. I never liked those. You couldn't do no, they sucked. So yeah, this one, I just went right past that page. Like, I don't give a shit. Do, I'm not sending in. Do they still make these sun-kissed fruit rolls? Because I kind of vaguely remember eating those back in the day. I don't think they make them anymore. I think fruit roll-ups sort they... of took over. Oh, I was going to say, I remember fruit roll-ups and I, I hated fruit roll-ups. There was when they first came out and there was the cherry kind, I don't know. Maybe I had weird taste buds, but when I ate them, I thought it tasted like ketchup. I was like, I hate these fucking things. <laughs> I never. Oh, I did. I thought it tasted like ketchup. I was like, I'm not eating these fruit roll-ups ever again. So I had it that one time they first came out back in the day. Never touched them again. And like you said, I guess I don't know. Maybe they still make them. Maybe they make these too. I don't know. They're garbage. I don't. I can't say that five times. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, Zen Brown was trying to say it. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they make the sun-kissed ones anymore. But I haven't had a fruit roll-up in a in a hot minute. I I always liked them. I liked them when they had the designs that you could also peel off. Or when they had the ones that had the 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 designs on it, you put them on your tongue as basically like tattooing your tongue and stuff. See, I, and that's the thing I didn't even know about them because I told you I started off when they first came out and had the cherry. I thought it was ketchup. Never touched them again. And an adult collector said he liked them, so he's got bad taste buds. Well, but yeah, that, well, those things are speaking shit. Speaking of uh, speaking of bad, uh, how about this? Yeah. How about this drawing from Gabe Lapierre? That's a, that's a, oh man, that's a, okay. that's a Let's really start off. shitty looking Castle Grayskull. I mean, All right, here we go. Here's the He-Man. Uh, let's get to this. Let's um, let's get to the He-Man mailbox. 
Dear He-Man, I'll do that one you're doing with that Castle Grayskull based off of what they had with that sketch pad. Dear He-Man, I drew this picture of Castle Grayskull from the sketch pad in the Summer Magazine. I am six years old. That's horrible. I don't care if he's six. That is terrible. That's a, that's a, a bad Zoar that's supposed to be basing that Castle Grayskull off of that sketch pad that they showed you how to do it. I hope that poor kid didn't keep drawing because I can't imagine that getting any better. Yeah. But, that's, yeah, that's... But Adrian Jones' uh, artistry is a, a little bit better, but also twice the age. Dear He-Man, I am 12 years old. I like drawing, and I'm one of the best artists in my school. You're the best, He-Man. I'm your number one fan. Here's my picture of Cobra Khan. It's not that bad. What an arrogant... No, it's not bad, but she's what an arrogant fucker. Yeah. I mean, he's really full of himself. I like drawing. I'm the best artist in my school, or one of them. I doubt that, but no, that is pretty good. It's good seeing him, at least in a different pose, so I gotta give the kid credit. At least Cobra Khan is in a different thing, where he's not just that typical action figure pose or stand and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it is bad, JSP. That shit, that Castle Grayskull, all that little kid did was look at the sketch pad, try to color it in. He's got crooked eyes. He has no symmetry. Something should be, some shouldn't be, but that's not good at all. But JSP, it's good that you look out. Oh, David Clark's in as David Clark now, and not adult collector. <laughs> Dear He-Man, I am five years old. My favorite heroic warrior is Roboto. My brother and I like to create new characters to help you in Eternia. Our latest creation is one named Radon. His power is that he can shoot energy bolts. And that's Peter Wonsakowski from Carmel, Indiana. Peter Wonsakowski. Yeah, Wonsakowski. There you go. You said it better. So somebody probably wrote the letter for him. But either way. That sound like, sounds like a cool character. I don't know how old his brother is, but at least it sounds like they actually did have an interesting character they were trying to make with Radon. Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. They should have submitted it to the creative character thing. Dear He-Man, I think you're really wonderful. I don't know what Eternia would do without you. Keep up the good work fighting Skeletor. By the way, I'm nine years old. This is from... God, what is with these last names? This issue, bet... Bethany Patishnock. Patishnock. From, from, okay, well, that's, from that's a cute Bethany Peach Schnapps. There we go. Not yet. That's, no, that's no, not bad. bad. Not bad. All right, and this one here, we got D Dear He-Man. I am 11 years old, and I just figured out something we have in common. My last name is Herman. If you take out the R, my last oh. name becomes He-Man. Good luck on Eternia. And that's Mike Herman. So that kid at 11 years old, he, he had some logic there. He knew about wordplay, about taking out the R, and then you like, go from Herman to He-Man. So just sure just he like Stone Cold it. said, what if uh, if you take Hitman and put an S in front of it, you get my exact thoughts on Bret, Bret Hart. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, there you go. All right. I don't know why that popped into my head all of a sudden, but there you go. Dear He-Man... I like you because you are smart, strong, and very talented. I am 10 years old. I was a merman for Halloween last year. Maybe I will be you for Halloween this year. From Robin Bean from Wolfboro, New Hampshire. Never had the merman outfit. I did have Skeletor. I had He-Man. I had Hordak, but I never had merman. You look up some of these outfits that you try to get those Ben Cooper outfits, and uh, some have a really high price, especially the one that I think I think it's stoned are. It's either Stone or Rock on. One was a real difficult one to get. And in fact, they did a King Hiss where the King Hiss face looked nothing like King Hiss. Those are the most expensive ones. But uh, yeah, that just had me thinking about the Halloween stuff when I seen that letter because I never had Merman. But now we come to uh, the last one on this page. And this is Dear He-Man. 
Too bad is a warrior who is very hard to defeat. Even so, he's my favorite evil warrior. Try your best when you have to battle with him. I am 10 years old. Brian Sansbury or whatever. I was like, Jesus Christ, is this a supervillain in the making? I just thought he was talking. It was like, dear He-Man, too bad is my favorite evil warrior. And then he's like, try your best when you have to battle him. He sounds like he's a, a lunatic already in the in the making. I don't know. The kid sounded off there. It yeah, freaked me out when I read that. become a serial killer. You never know. It's just weird, you know, like, he's, it's almost like he's threatening He-Man in the letter, but, uh, and, uh, well, 10 years old, so he's starting off young. You get to the next page now, they had that inner uh, insert where it was talking about getting four more issues, and then, of course, the subscribe thing, so I know we're passing that, and I'll flip to the next All right. section. this one comes from Andrew Young from Brookline, Massachusetts. Dear He-Man, I like the stories and activities in your magazine. I am 10 years old, and I wrote a poem for you, old oh, boy. He-Man... He, Here we go. He-Man at Grayskull defending the hall from two evil warriors, Screech and Trapjaw. Sorceress and Tila fighting Skeletor side by side, using magic and skill, forcing Skeletor to hide. It's not, not, not bad. It's I not bad, it's but what's up with this K-pop. fucking dog? Oh, I, Gadgets got me because that was the next thing I wanted to do. You notice there is no age for this person because I'm assuming this pup, you know, person might have been like 17, 18 years old. Didn't want to admit how old he is because showing his fucking deranged dog hmm. He-Man figure. I always hated this hmm. page. I really did. Every time I see that dog, I was like, it, it, it's just a picture of and, a horrible and, and, his name, and his name's Joseph. Oh. Were you going by some sort of pseudo name? Did you draw this? Could you imagine I did a fake name? We got to try to find Joseph Marino, see if he's on Facebook, and just show this picture and see if we can find the Joseph Marino that did this. And he's probably, like I said, about 60 now or something. He was probably old as shit when he did it, but that... Why would you, why would you that's, do that? That's why strange. Would print it? Why is there no explanation? Now, you know, and I can't remember with all the others. The others, I thought, always had something to say with them. And I don't know if the future issues did something like this. But, yeah, this was – it's always seemed out of place. I didn't like it when they just showed a picture. Unless it was a magnificent picture, if they had one. This, yeah, not good at all. But, dear He-Man – okay, this is from Shane Watkins from Talladega, Alabama. Dear He-Man, I like the way you battle against Skeletor and teach him a lesson. I like the way you say, by the power of Grayskull. Well, got to tell you one thing, Shane. It's not He-Man that says that. It's Adam that says it to turn into He-Man, so you <laughs> fucked up. One day I hope to be as wise as you are, because he's not wise now. If you're ever near Earth, stop by and see me. So, there you go, from the unwise well, I guess he would Shane only Watkins. have to wait about another year and a half, right? When Dolph, when Dolph Lundgren yeah. would come to Earth. Sweet Jesus. Dear right, He-Man, go ahead. I think the posters in your magazine are great. I am seven years old. I really enjoy reading your stories. Tell everyone in Eternia hello for me. From Jason DeLunis from West Plains, Missouri. The only genuine letter that I think we got so far that seemed really good and genuine. It's like, you know, I can believe that kid did that. I believe that Jason did this. And now we get to Julie Britton of Ontario, California. Dear He-Man, I love your magazine. I also love animals. So I decided to draw a picture of Panther for you. I'm 11 and I'm a big fan of yours. It just looks basically like a silhouette of Panther. I don't know if she displayed her figure, looked at some cross-sell art, but the saddle is just... I mean... eh. I guess it's a good attempt for 11, but it's it's um, bland. It's like, where, where's there any lines well, or any I, kind well, of there's a definition? Little bit of shadow work, like on the on the neck and on the on the le- the behind legs and the underbelly there. 
But that saddle, that saddle fell to shit. She did a good job on Panther, but that saddle is wretched, Julie. I hope to find you on Facebook. Or Facebook. See, I can't even talk. She can get me on that. I said Facebook, but I hope to find. I her on imagine Facebook when we finish with these, you go and just look up all of these people, and probably even if you find a name that matches, you message them, and be like, "Hey, did you write the He-Man magazine back in the '80s?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, because like even Grimbot saying. He, he, yeah, Grimbot said, how come all these letters treat He-Man like a real person? Well, that's the thing. We believed in it. You know what's funny is just to sidetrack real quick, and it just shows how stupid a kid can be like I am. When I was a kid, I remember when they'd go around the malls, they'd go around the stores, and there was the person that dressed as He-Man with that horrible rubber face yeah, and Skeletor. Real. And they had others that would go. And I felt like, hey, it's really He-Man. It's wow. really Skeletor. And, I mean, you know it's a guy in an outfit, but Christ. So I'm sure you're believing, like, hoping. No. I don't know. I, it's, uh, maybe when I was, it. like, little, little, but not not these kids that are 11 years old. By the time I was 11, come on, man. Like, I was making out with chicks. I knew, I knew what yeah. was real and what wasn't. Yeah. yeah, maybe I was, like, eight or something when I was seeing the He-Man and Skeletor at the stores. Yeah, when, when you're, yeah, obviously getting older, then you know, okay, this is fake as mess. But, yeah, some of these people write in. It's it's uh, something to aspire Man, to and believe more like in, I Joe guess. was 24, and he was walking in the mall, and he's like, oh, <laughs> shit, it's He-Man. It's He-Man. It's He-Man. I can't get a picture. I don't have a camera. Oh, this shit didn't even exist back then with any cell phones and stuff. Shows how old I am. All right, next letter for you. There's two letters left before we get into some of this other crazy shit. Dear He-Man, I am 10 years old. I wish I could help you on Eternia and beat Skeletor and his evil warriors. Someday I hope to be as strong as you. Tell Orko and Manny faces I think they're great. Once again, this goes to the point, like, dude, you're 10. Like... But hey, I mean, 10 years old, come on now. People had imaginations and they try to dream and... Just and believe in fantasy. So I'm going to give it to that Justin. Justin's okay. We'll get to the fourth grader, and that's the last one. From Brandon Herbert, Mesquite, Texas. Dear He-Man, I'm in fourth grade, and I like you and Oracle and all your friends a lot. I like the puzzles and games in your magazines. Keep up the good work. And, yeah, he's right. I like the puzzles and games, too. So I guess Brandon was okay. So this time, I guess the people weren't too fucking terrible. Just there was a couple uh, questionable pieces of art. Well, actually, all the art was questionable. And... A couple shitty stories, but I guess the kids weren't that bad this time. I, yeah, that dog's fucking something else. Why Why is Mattel trying so hard to put over this Hot Wheels Railroad Freight Yard? It's been in every issue oh, okay. so far. I, maybe they couldn't sell it, but I, uh, no, I, I didn't like this kind of stuff. I don't even know if I ever had a racetrack. I might have had one where it just went in a circle yeah. or the figure eight, but... These kind of things. I like Hot Wheels. Don't get me wrong. I actually like having little Hot Wheel cars, but I never got into these tracks and things. They, they weren't my thing. Well, speaking of stuff that was never my thing in the Orco Earth Report, here's a bunch of TV shows that I don't even know existed. The, the time. I just went pet. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I went always past yeah, the kid. Nothing. Time, time Out is a, a, a news show for kids, and then Danger Bay on the Disney Channel. And, I, you know, what's funny is, uh, well, of course, not having cable back then, I never heard of it. I didn't know how long Disney Channel was out. I, I didn't even know it was out back then. But, I mean, obviously, reading there, you could see it. But I didn't have a Disney didn't Channel either. to time out. That sounds absolutely, I mean, it sounds boring. Time out doesn't sound like anything a kid would yeah. want to watch. So that didn't look good. The books, I was like, oh, here's a book. I <laughs> yeah. don't care. I don't care. It was cool with Malcolm Jamal Warner because everybody watched Cosby Show. But then when I seen, oh, here's something about football or I don't no, care. I, God, I hated some It's, it's telling you when the NFL begins its regular season play. 
Oh, that's great. It's like you couldn't see that. I was telling you about the World Series, but uh, was there anything of note in here about uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner? Did he, was it? I just talked about how, like, when he started off and acting, how he got into acting and that he'd be returning, of course, and everybody for the next season of The Cosby Show. So, I mean, that's the only show and anything that somebody could gravitate to see. It's like, oh, Cosby Show. Everybody knew that. Nobody, I mean, hell, even back then, like I said, I didn't even know about Time Out back then. Or Danger Bay. It meant nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like filler pages because that whole thing, I just read it just now. It's like, oh, yeah, when he's off, he's doing schoolwork and stuff. It's like, could they not make it, like, He-Man related somehow? Be like, hey, man, do do you play with... He-Man figures is like, no, man, I'm like 28 right and I now. Guess, and I, you know, I guess that's what I expected. It, it, of course, it is the Earth report, but I still expected something He-Man related. Like I said, maybe a, a celebrity talking about He-Man or doing something. I mean, the only thing that you got He-Man-wise was seeing Orko and seeing the name Orko. But, yeah, I never flipped over that stuff at all. Just, yeah, wasn't for me. Yeah. Well, the, the Darkest Day by P.E. King is actually just a, a, a really, like, essentially the story is uh, Skeletor has put a dark cloud over everybody, and it's, it's up to, to He-Man and Cyclone and Man-at-Arms to stop him, which I'll go ahead and flip to the next page. Like, what it's... is up with Man-at-Arms right here? Look at his face. What is it with Man-at-Arms in these well, magazines? I... And those eyes do not help. What's weird is it almost seemed like it was going to start off good. I remember when I first looked at it, Skeletor, I was like, not bad. I mean, especially as a kid, I was like, I didn't care. I was like, Skeletor looks kind of creepy as shit. And you got Triclops and Web Store. And then you get to the heroes, and they look weird. I mean, everybody looks strange. It even looks like Cyclones making some weird grimace face. But then the story got convoluted, confusing. They made it sound like they were all at, you know, King Randor's throne room. And then, uh, you're seeing right here, though, you're seeing everybody's right there at Castle Grayskull. But Adam turns into He-Man, then they go to Grayskull. I'm like, but he's at Grayskull, but the story makes it sound like they're at the throne room with the king. And I don't know, it's just, it was confusing with what they were showing of the text to what they're showing on the pages. But there's this dark cloud, it's supposed to be their way of, like, blinding all the heroic warriors. And they said it could even, like, blind the evil warriors, but Triclops can use his vision to where he could see and they'd be able to take over Castle Grayskull. I was like, and then they made it like a point to talk about how people would, ch- you know, the choking on the smoke. It's like, well, okay, I, I understand Triclops can help you see going, but how is Web Store? How is Skeletor? How is none of them choking on this clock? I don't yeah. know. It, they were trying something to where it was, it could have been good, but it just, it, it wasn't good at yeah. all. It was another story that was a very forgetful. And see, this is what's weird. I almost feel like there's two people drawing this. Like, if you look back at the first page and you see Skeletor doing what, you know, his thing, I mean, doing that spell, it's really detailed. And then you get to this page where it's showing what you're showing right there, and Skeletor looks horrible. It's like the art changed. In fact, I didn't look. Did it mention if there was multiple artists no. on that or something? Because it... I don't know what the hell happened. I, I, no, it did. Yeah, it just... it just shows the author. I don't even think any of the artists that provided anything for the magazines got credit. Unless... Well, oh, there was one. Oh, yeah, there was one that did get credit in the other ones. I don't know about this issue, but yeah, there was... They did credit the artists in some of the other magazines. But this one, it just says by P.E. King, so I know if it meant P.E. King wrote and drew some of it or something but yeah it's just the art fell from one thing to another it's very noticeable so 
And wait, let me see. Grimbot says, "Why would Skeletor choke when he's a demon?" Joe, you're such a phony fan. He's coughed before, Grimbot. God damn it! All right, so. Uh, all right. Oh, shit, it's. Uh, I, I, I mean, at the end, Cyclone helps. Uh, basically. But why is it his head? Look at how it's spinning over. off of his yeah. head, not his body. Yeah. That's what kills yeah. me. It's like his head spinning, and it's one of the most piss poor Castle Grey skulls I've ever seen drawn. I think the only thing that could have saved it is if we would have had more shitty Man at Arms art that you could put on a T-shirt for me to buy. Yeah, this one had, had nothing. I mean, I'll admit the skeleton. Yeah, just that Skeletor at that uh, thing that he opened at the beginning. I was like, that was a good piece of art, but everything else just was not good at all. It was terrible. We will we will swiftly move on to our He-Man of the issue. This is Jason. Which we can't no, knock. I can't. We can't knock this yeah, guy. Yeah, when no. I uh, first was flipping through the magazine, I'm like, all right, what what kind of fake dipshit story we got here? And I was like, oh. Not this oh. time. So you go ahead. You read this but, one. Uh, it's a nice this one. is Jason Van Beek of Chino, California, is our super talented He-Man of the issue. Jason is a national champion in his age group in several different sports, but there's something special about Jason's incredible athletic abilities. Jason competes in a wheelchair. He's a wheelchair sports champion. When he was nine years old, Jason had a viral infection called, and I even looked this up beforehand so I, I wouldn't mess it up, and I already forgot the pronunciation. Uh... It's either Julane or Gulane. I wouldn't know how to pronounce no, it either. Bar no, no it's, it's Barre. Oh, Barre? See, look at that. So I already butchered both it, of them, and I'm sure JSP will yeah, be able to find I, something. I, I should have prepped myself again. I was telling it. It's a sad story, yeah, no, it really though. Is. It's, it's sad, but it, it, left him, but it has a little redemption. It left him paralyzed from the neck down. But as soon as Jason uh, started rehabilitation at Casa Colina Hospital, he knew that his illness wouldn't keep him from his natural love of sports. Slowly, with a lot of work, Jason has recovered strength in his arms and some use of his legs. Now Jason competes in wheelchair sports all over the country and has won three gold medals in national competition. His favorite sports are tennis and basketball. Last year, Jason's basketball team won the national title in state competition. Jason has won several tennis trophies and other medals and ribbons recently. He started competing in 5- and 10-kilometer road races, the events he finds most challenging. Jason trains and practices with other athletes in his junior sports program several times each week. Jason can now walk with help of leg braces and is making a remarkable recovery. Congratulations to Jason for his dedication and super accomplishments in wheelchair sports. So, yeah, I, I, could, that was pretty I couldn't even imagine. Like, uh, you're nine years old, you, you get hit down, like... Essentially, you think it's just a. Uh, it probably started off and then like just quickly escalated, and like here you are, like you're paralyzed from the neck down. I couldn't even imagine like that feeling and just probably how quickly that happened to him, and then how long you'd have to be in the hospital, having the doctors come in, telling you all this stuff, having to wait, what you'd have to do, like. How long? And wondering if you'd be able to walk or move your arms or yeah. any of that again. I mean, that had to be frightening. Yeah. And see, that's a good thing, I guess, with Lee's Masters of the Universe and him writing in, you know, the cartoon and probably meant a lot to him and probably had a hero he could look up to. And you'd hope, and you know, you always wonder what happened to, you know, everybody that, you know, writes into these magazines because you'd hope that that guy maybe did hopefully get full use of his legs back and arms and everything because that, I couldn't imagine mm. how frightening that could be of any age from being a kid or an adult and you. You lose, you know, the ability to yeah. walk or move or anything. That's, like, like it's yeah. it's one thing if it's 
accidental, like a car accident or you, you fell from a, a incredibly high height, but to just for it to be in an infection and just like, I can't like just out of, no, yeah, just out of nowhere like that. Yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. imagine. But hopefully Jason Van Beek is still around. Hopefully found a way to uh, keep going at it and get like make a full recovery and live live a, a regular i put that in quotation marks life i know what you, no i know what you mean yeah so that one yeah couldn't knock the kid grim was trying to knock him but i can't do it i, I couldn't knock this kid that's a that's a hell of a story but speaking of uh, oh, now yeah. we can yeah. knock something though, because we're gonna go for the fight for the fright yeah. zone okay we were talking yeah i guess you're right there are no good stories no, in this because this is just more this is a horrible story. Yeah. The the art is terrible. I mean, I guess uh, Cheryl was doing the colors. I mean, she did the best with what she could for what she had, even though the colors weren't matching on a lot of things. But this was just so stupid. Yeah. Skeletor wants control of the fright zone, and by doing it, he knows he can't he can't pass up a challenge or something. So they're gonna play a, a game of flashball, flashball, which is like, it's basketball basically, which with yeah, no rules. Don't you hate it? When, well, they got the rules. They meant well, you got to get it in just my spot. Well, I mean, like, it, it, it's got basic, like, basketball, soccer-esque terminology I to hate it. I announced the team, didn't you? When I was like, okay, here's my team. Cobra Con at left yeah. guard, whiplash at left forward. I'm like, oh, my God. I feel like I'm listening to the intro to the NBA at the beginning. <laughs> that was so stupid. And, and then it was cool seeing Modulok, I guess, being part of the team. And he's the only person on the whore that scored. But it's so easy. They made us like, oh, this is going to be one hell of an intense, grueling game. Even though as dumb as the concept is, you figured they're going to be doing some crazy shit. Um, Skeletor literally just he gets the ball and he throws a reading goal. And in the next panel, Modulok stretches his arm out. I don't but, know how and why. But he stretches his arm, arm out and scores. I was like, huh? What happened? Alright, so it's called flashball, but they have a face off which is like a tip off from basketball. They have some tackling going on down here like football, but the pos- the, the position <laughs> names is more like soccer. So they couldn't figure out what they wanted to do with this. I, to me, it looks more like basketball, just be, just because of, as you mentioned here, on, on five and five and balls and getting yeah, them into here. What it, they're doing. it was, I just, I didn't know how anybody could have had that approved. I know that they're supposed to make fun stories, but have something that at least could make you think. All right, well, I'm in a, a different realm because again, this felt Earth-like, even though they're on another planet, but. I just the gold thing is what killed me. As quick as Skeletor, Skeletor scored, but why instantly on the next panel without showing how anything happened? Modulok scored. I, I mean, I don't get it. Did did he maybe? I don't get it. Skeletor scored, but then Modulok's right there to score too. Well, it's like a, I mean, it, what it do you just like a, like a montage? But but it doesn't matter anyway because the flashball goes into a, a, a deep a deep crevice. In the in the canyon here, and that that's it. They can't play anymore. <laughs> and what and what's even worse is how it, it ends. You know where he's like, "My challenge still stands, Hordak. I demand a rematch." And I'll, I flip the next page. It's like, wait, where's the fuck's the rest of the story? There is none. It doesn't say the end or nothing. You know what I mean? I was like, where was the end of the story? It should have said the end right there under Hordak. But it made you think there was more. I kept going. I was like, mm, okay, well, I guess 
that's the end. That was a really bad story. Leech, that one was Leech in particular looks really fucking terrible. Yeah, the, the greens and those lips. And yeah. it's just like how Grim said it was lipstick. That is, Le- I mean, Leech could... looks like he's about to go out on a date. Yeah, those are some big red mm. lips. Of course, I can't say that because I have big red no. lips. But it's awkward on him. Well, I do. My lips are red, and that's why I don't show my face half time. Oh my! Says, you really oh my god! Then we're gonna get it. We're gonna. We really want to get into this. Yeah, that that no. that's the main reason Joe's afraid to show his face. Okay, it's not. But uh, yeah, so there's the end of that wretched story, and then they have the cool things. I always wished that when they did these, you know, connect the dot mm-hmm. things, that they could have been slightly more detailed and i always hated the abundance of the numbers it seemed like it wrecked it when i was trying to do something but it was still cool i never had a problem with these at all i mean you always knew instantly who was going to be in that picture but i still got a kick out of doing them moss man looks a little strange but i always like to connect the dots in yeah, all those things the, the face on moss man is very very weird but i always liked doing these as a kid I always like connected out, yeah. I never had a Damn, I just realized when we get to the next page, back to Mechanic uh, Maze, I'll wait till it comes up. <laughs> if you thought it was bad on the other page, whoo, yeah. it's even... Wow. I don't know what the... Hey, but at least Modulox on here, so that that's cool. Anytime you can have Modulox, it's like, not bad, Mechanic, not bad. Leech, that coloring is crazy. Um, these was this was kind of like a boring maze. I didn't like these basic did, ones. Did you do it though? Did you also do the other before that? Show those up to the screen if you filled them out. Well, I mean, it's not bad. Um, I did the connect the dots with. I I, I don't know if you can see it. Can yeah. you see? Because where I'm at. Okay, so I did that. That was fine. The uh, maze. What the hell did I do? Because that looks a lot of. I bet there's a lot of back and forth going on. Well, let me look. I want to make sure I didn't cheat. I started. I went down the slide. I went up. I don't know. I don't think I really screwed up. It. Well, again, I don't know if you're going to be able to see um, how it starts, but I think I did it kind of okay. It's going to get glared on there. That one wasn't too bad. I Man, think I you, did. You it. really, so, you really like scribbled those lines in, didn't you? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from that. I, I, I feel like you you hit a wrong turn at some point and started getting pissed off like you do. I'm surprised there's not like I, a bunch of stamps in there again. I had some bad things when I would do. Yeah, when I would have a, a thing where I went the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm looking at the next thing with the forest fires. That's basic. Um, oh yeah. No, sad. this was like this yeah. was depressing. <laughs> It's like, I can't. This, this raccoon looks sadder than shit. It's like, are you you're trying to imply that all these raccoons are getting burned in the forest? Like, well, thanks for cheering yeah. me up. Because then you're trying to have fun, and then instant depression. What are you, what are you trying to but, say, raccoon? You mean you guys you guys don't have buckets and fire hoses out there? You can't just grab them and put that shit out yourself? Come on, now. Yep. And I just to let you know, I did not draw anything in the who goes there section that'll be coming up next. I did. I left a lot I of bet, I bet you did. You show it up for proof. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do it. I'm Do not it. showing. Joe, you have to. That's the, I didn't that's draw the whole, it. It was, that's the whole point of doing these magazines is to see what little <laughs> Joey Motto did to these magazines when it's show it. Which, Come on. 
Do it. Do you believe me if I said it was somebody else in my family? It wasn't me uh, that did it, okay? So I just mean, I, this, I, I, it wasn't. I won't believe that, but go ahead. It's the it's the okay. God's honest truth. I did not draw this, okay? Grim, you get the fuck out of the chat room now because I can only. Is it is it just something we alone. can put on a T-shirt? <laughs> no, that's, not... <laughs> that's it. I didn't do it. Wait, it was no, fine. Wait, no, put that, hold it. Really hold that up there. I want like. We need to like keep it up there for a good minute so we can get a good screen grab of it. I'm not showing that again. I'm not showing that again. I didn't do it. I'm sure Grimbot has already screen capped that, and we're gonna Grim, see a lot of shit from it. Grim, Grim do if you it. could screen cap that and then sort of like redraw over it and color it, and then send it to me and Joe, and then we can put it on a T-shirt. That would, I would wear it. I'll I would put that on a shirt. I'll wear it. I, I swear to you, that was not me. So leave me alone, everybody. That was it was. Somebody <laughs> in my oh my god! Look at what he's writing. What abomination! What, what, did, what did you name it? I didn't because I didn't. Try it <laughs> it uh -huh. wasn't me. Sure. I swear to you, it wasn't. I swear I did not do that. I could draw uh -huh. better than that. If you're like, oh, you guys are sitting there making fun of somebody that's ten and twelve years old drawing <laughs> yeah, jokes. Look like you didn't look his eyes. Like eighteen when you drew that. Shut up! I swear to you, it wasn't can, me. So we got to go to the next that page. That was. I just want to look at it again. It's not. I swear, well, who, who did I did it then? I did not. It was. It was uh, my cousin that A came bit over. To your he, right. he drew that. I. Wait to yeah. my right. Okay, yeah. this right. Or... Up a little bit. Up a the little other bit. Other way. There you go. Up. up a little. There you go. Okay. Oh man. This was not me, though. It was not me, everybody. So please remember that. So don't give me shit. This was not me. I, I was a, a relative sure. that drew that. Anyway. Okay, Hart, what's the next page? On the next page, we, we get our answers. We get the mechanic maze, which, Joe, there you go. You can look and see if you're, all of your hard scribbles worked out. I was and then uh, we have our mystery message, which we haven't gotten to yet. So I'll go ahead and read this, and then we can look at the image. Fisto and Stridor go to Castle Grayskull, but before long, they are ambushed by Webstore and Whiplash. Fisto swings his fist, which knocks them flat atop Stridor. Fisto arrives safely, so I believe... I can't wait till you get to this page, because wait till you get to this. This hurt my head when I was a kid, and it still does now. It's like, okay, I understand what you guys were trying, but I thought that they were all supposed to sound exactly like what we were, like yeah. we were seeing. But look at okay, you can see right there, Fisto and Stridor, and then I see Goat, or, or what? What? What the fuck was the answer? Hold on. Go to. Go to. Go to. Okay, but I was like, okay. oh, go to. Okay, cast, and then cast all yeah. gray skull, and then we got. But, before it's like, yeah. but that's a bat. That's not a butt. So yeah. Why, see, they so could they, they could have just put an ass right there. Yeah, and then they have a log, which is supposed to be long. So I'm looking at the, half the shit. I was like, but that's not what it should be. But then you got they're ambushed, and then what's that? By Web Store and Whiplash, which was good. Fisto swings his fist, and what's that supposed to be? Which, okay, knocks them, and it's a thumb, but I guess the thumb is yeah, supposed to be them matter. flat. Yeah, that's, I mean, flat, and then it's, a top is good, Stridor, Fisto, 
and then it says arrives safely hives hives oh hive (laughs) safely so some things i guess were a fun pun but others of that that bad thing didn't work you guys just needed to put like a picture of a butt right there just draw a butt and put it in the magazine. Yeah, and thumb or them and them and thumb. They could have thought of something else, but otherwise it was a good one. But it was boring as piss. Sorry, I'm, I'm like looking at the like chat it. about uh, Joe's masterpiece. I'm still thinking. But please, Grim, just trace over it, color it a little bit, send it, send it to Joe. <sighs> Joe, you better put that on a fucking shirt. I will wear it. It'll be amazing. I'll I'll go I'll go out Here's and people will be like, what is that? I'd be like, it's 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 Joe's masterpiece, and I'd be like, who's Joe? And I'm like, well, this? you just gotta subscribe to the Fans Power YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/FansPower. Can I say again that I, know, I did not I draw it though? I swear to you, I did. Uh-huh. It was somebody else. You could tell it's right, not well, my art. I mean, well, you can tell. How I mad did you that. get when someone else drew in your magazine? Well, um, I, I let them because uh, I wasn't gonna draw. Boom! There, so there it is. Joe draw drew it. So there, there it is confirmed no i let them, no i said uh, i let them draw all right what's the last page we got uh, ta-da. what is this today presenting a bright new look and children's home video i've never actually well there's a heathcliff down there and we got master let's go ahead and read this kids want to have fun they love the heroic adventures of he-man and the masters of the universe beanie and cecil's goofy gags crack them up crack them up time and time again there we go and just about everyone enjoys the fairy tales of that portly pussycat Heathcliff. But does he stink? Now these popular characters have come home to Magic Window, a family of entertaining video cassettes made especially for today's kids by RCA Columbia Pictures Home Video. The Magic Window opens with three new video cassettes, each packed with a valuable premium. While supplies left. This is cool He-Man as shit. He-Man and the Master Universe Volume yeah. 12 comes with an official He-Man battery-powered toothbrush. And then Beanie and Cecil do the same huh. almost thing, but I just gotta yeah. say something. So it's just, it's just, get, the it's just gift it. sets with a VHS tape. But, but, but hold up, but I gotta do this because I already know the merchandise people are going nuts almost like I am. Um, Tyler first basically knows of every one of these fucking like, you know, magic windows and all those fucking box sets. I mean, I'm sorry, any of the cases for the cartoons. I've never seen until looking back here. I didn't know that they did this bigger box with a special toothbrush because just to let you know, they sold those toothbrushes in just the box. See, if you look where they're showing He-Man and you see next to him the toothbrush in that window, there is the toothbrushes that are sold in just that box. But I didn't know there was one sold in a special window box. That's a whole other cool piece of merchandise. I might have to scan this and share it online to see if anybody's ever got these. That's fucking cool as shit. I've never knew about that. And it's available on VHS and beta. So that's interesting. Like, like I would prefer to have the beta copy of that. Yeah. Damn. I'm going to have to look for these both. I mean, we'll see if there's beta or VHS. But I wonder if it was something that maybe, since they're so limited, what did it say? It's real uh, limited. While supplies last. While supplies. So there probably wasn't too many of them. Damn. Only twenty four ninety five at the time. Probably now going to be like Honestly, $400. Honestly, uh, out of these three, I would prefer to have the Heathcliff plate cup and bowl set. That's just me. No, I... Yeah, I know. I got to take the He-Man. Got to take He-Man. Anything cool like that merchandise. So there you go. There was issue hey, we're four. We're not done. We're not done. We, we got the oh. glow-in-the-dark posters, Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we got to talk about the poster first, the great um, Earl Norm piece, and then, uh, yeah. Did you the ever other. have okay. any glow-in-the-dark okay. posters? 
No, and I love glow-in-the-dark stuff. I mean, I was obsessed on anything that would glow-in-the-dark. I remember uh, Count Chocula, I think, came with, like, a pack of stickers, and they had, like, glowing eyes. I loved uh, anything that glowed was cool, but I never had a glow-in-the-dark poster. I never had these things because I never sent out the form. Yeah, I had a few, like, blacklight posters back in my day. Uh, yeah. Did you? They weren't bad. Like, I, I at the same point, like, I, they're kind of pointless. Unless you just have a bunch of them and you want to just sit in darkness with the black light on all the time. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. not my thing. But I did, I love the Beast Monster poster of that supposed to be coming out of yeah. the Fright Zone. That was cool as hell. I, I always loved that damn poster. Always. And I like seeing that. At least they acknowledge them. Um, see, because as you've seen, this thing has been called a lot of different things and sometimes nothing at all throughout Masters history and its little bit of appearances here and there. But at least you got a name. You got something. His soul is glowing. We, of course, aren't going to see a strike because you don't want to see any like blood or violence. But we know what probably the next thing was right there. But that's a badass piece. Cyclone, Mossman down there, too. Waiting for He-Man to clear the way. Hiding two yeah. chicken shits. Or Oral Norm always did fantastic work these magazines and then exactly and even the tree like because remember that tree that grabs it even felt like it was alive there i felt like it looked like it was ready to come down and grab as crazy as it sounds it looks like it's ready to especially knowing the place that of like how it grabs i felt like there was life in that dead looking tree oh, if that makes any does. sense oh. and then yep yeah, oh you can't, well, you can't I, turn I, this thing i turned it specifically so everything would fit in this in this window here but like you guys get the the general idea but here's this uh here's this board game which is a nice little touch like granted it's on a on a poster so that would be kind of flimsy and i'm sure kids probably tore up their poster playing this but you got all kinds of stuff here you got etheria and eternia you got the fright zone you got snake mountain it's all here I'm going to have to probably, yeah, download that off of He-Man.org just to check it out and see what it looks like. Because, like I said, it's still in my magazine. I never took it out. So this is one of the few that I never got to play. The ones that were in the coloring books, remember, those yeah. were side-by-side. Side. I mean, I do those. And remember, I scanned those in, redrew, and colored them so people could have some fun games to download and play with their kids. But never got a chance yeah, we'll to do have this to, one. We'll have to, you and I will have to just do a couple of these one day. Yeah, flip a coin or, roll like I said, dice. roll a dice. I mean, most of the games I know, like, yeah, like the coloring book ones, I know those were all just uh, a quarter or something. Flip a quarter, heads goes one, tails goes two, or however it worked with the spaces. I don't know what this is with the rules. Uh, on this this one. one requires a, a die. Oh, then that could go kind of quick. Okay, all right. Well, there, that I think now is the magazine. So. I guess the kids were, like I said, there were some kids that were full of crap. Some did pretty good. We had a good He-Man of the issue. We had two horrible stories. We had a piece of art that I did not draw, <laughs> so don't give me any flack. I want it on a shirt. It must <laughs> be put on a shirt. We have to. We have to. Joe, make it happen. I can picture Joe's you, still gotta, Joe's still got to upload some more stuff on his Public website. I will, but if Grim actually does god forsake if he actually does redraw and color that then i guess yeah please grim please up. please do it it'll be fantastic oh shit well hey did you guys know that this uh friday gonna have season three of yes. cobra kai it's uh, it's early i can't wait and yeah. it's on netflix so if you guys were concerned about signing up for youtube premium i know since then they had put it up 
put those episodes up for free for a little bit of time. And now it's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, there's there's no excuses. Go watch. No, and I think even don't they have season yes. one and two even on DVD uh, for purchase with like some extra well, well, stuff? Well, they this stuff? did. I think around this time last year, they had season one and two DVD that I saw at Target and Walmart and should have bought because the prices on those have gone up quite a bit. Really? I just, well, I mean, about how much? Because I was at Myers the other day and I seen Cobra Kai season one and two, like in a really? little box set. Uh, yeah, what are they running for? Because I might have to go get that today if it's going to go well, astronomical. How many did they have? It was well. There was a set of three. There was three of them that were right there. I looked and then I put it back because I was thinking, okay, I don't think I need to get this. But if you're saying they're pulling some super oh, well, high no. price, well, I technology. guess they maybe they re-released it then because I see I see some of the prices okay. on it have gone down. Was it? Did it come with a headband? No, no, oh. no headband. I don't think so. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think it did. It just said Cobra Kai season okay. one and two. Yeah, I, I would I would suggest going and, and picking it up just so you you have it for sure. But they, maybe they did okay. just re-release it, which hey man, that would be good for people like kind of getting like oh hey, and then they go on Netflix and see season three. But yeah, I'm I'm pumped because originally they were supposed to that was supposed to come out on what the seventh or eighth, and I would have been back I would have been back yes. at work then. So now it's coming out on the first. I can sit, I can binge it all, and I don't have to go anywhere the next day. So. That's... I'll try to take my time. It's going to be hard, but I'll no. try to make it last a little bit. I know that a lot of people like binging it one day or two, but I kind of make it stretch. I got to stretch it out because once you're done watching, it's then, done. It's but over. But then you and can then go back and start from more. the beginning and watch everything from season one. I have nah. patience, though. But that I, I like being patient. I, I like being surprised. I like it. Just picture if it would be on TV, it'd be like once a week. You, you gotta wait. But I no. know people don't have that kind of patience. I surprisingly do. As high strong as I sound and am, I actually have very good patience on things. It must have been all so, those drawings you were doing in the magazines as a kid. That's not nice. So if anybody in the chat room, because we usually don't do it, if you guys have any comments or questions you want to do real quick, we'll try to answer those up because we'll be wrapping this up probably right around 3 o'clock. But uh, yeah, there you go. Issue 4. Beautiful art, some okay stuff, but stories were. I some would of the worst. I would say <laughs> easily that out of the issue yeah, issues we've done so far, this is probably the weakest one by far. It was because, well, yeah, because well, the stories first are really weak, but I we couldn't really rag on the hero, the He Man hero of the month or whatever, because yeah, you can't do that. I mean, the guy, that poor kid, and the letters. Surprising, there were some good letters. There were some crappy ones and some arrogant ones, but uh, yeah, couldn't really rag on them this time. So I guess they're okay. What is Grim saying, Joe? You and your old ways. I don't know what I did about but, how uh, you did. I do you some take your time watching TV shows and you don't binge like the rest of us do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then earlier I was doing some stuff where I was doing some trivia art, where I put that up on my wall. Because yesterday I put one where it was kind of an easy one. Where I just did some, I changed the Wind Raider and turned it into, and I took the Talon Fighter and put it there. And so that one, that was easy, but I told everybody, I'm going to start doing things that get tougher. So today I did one that drove everybody nuts. There was the art of Battle Bones from back in the day. And I took two of the dots from Fisto's armor and removed them. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> like anyone is going to fucking get that, Joe. 
Come on. <laughs> They're good if you look well if you look side by side. What's funny though is Peter LaRose, and he's a guy that's great in the He Man community of having a lot of rare stuff and selling and big huge collector. He's the one that got that. He was like, I actually had to go get my Battle Bones box and look at the art, and then he he's the one that actually discovered it. So he's seen that two of those little dots were gone. Joe's a madman. Uh, and 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 that, I, that picture that he drew in the magazine is his inner demon. Um, I didn't draw it. I'll say that again. And Grimbot, he, now he's making fun of me saying movies don't need sound like I'm that old. Oh. Zentron said the biggest question of all time, does Doritos do the flaming Hot Tangy Cheese flavor in the U.S.? Uh, I, I never heard of the Tangy. I, I, know, I mean, I know they do no. the flaming Hot flavor, but I don't know like the Tangy Cheese part. Joe, did you know that they're coming back out with 3D Doritos? Do you, you probably you probably don't care. This is like a huge deal for me because I, I loved okay. 3D Doritos in the late 90s. They only ran, I think it was from like, what was it? I want to say it was like 98, 99 until about 2004. Were they like kind of puffed almost yeah, like they, a... They, they, it, 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 not like a fugal, yeah, they were like puffy. Like they, it was a Dorito that was 3D, but um, I, I don't know because the flavors that they're coming out with it's uh, i think it's a different take because before I, I remember it just being like the nacho cheese flavor so i think the regular flavor it's not exactly nacho cheese it's like something else and then they got like a ranch flavor anyway i'm excited for them i can't wait to try them again i know it won't be the same but it's it'll be nice to have that back. Well, hell doritos i liked i remember one time they had barbecue flavored i was going nuts about them because i was like i like barbecue stuff but i hate barbecue chips because barbecue chips always get burnt you always get burnt barbecue chips is like so i can't stand getting potato chips and when doritos came out with barbecue doritos i think that was like maybe 10 years ago or 11 i was losing my mind i was buying the bags like crazy after i was done i'd rip the bag open all the power was there i'd lick it up off oh the my bag. god i mean i just loved I, and I did. That's how my boss caught me one time. It was lunch break at the place I used to work at before I started doing customs for a living. It's my lunch break. I'm at my desk. I just finished the bag of Doritos, and I always would, sl- you know, like open it, peel it, and have it flat out. And there was all that powder. My mouth is actually watering thinking about it. And I leaned over and started licking and licking. And then it got real quiet. Like, I was somebody's looking at me and i looked over to my left and my boss was standing there his name was jim he was just looking he went jesus joe <laughs> he just walked away but that's how he shook his head and he looked at me he just shook his head I jesus joe and i would have done the same walking. thing because I, I i think you're the only person i know that's actually opened the bag up and just like licks what's there but uh, you know you got to get your money's worth i guess but yeah. But I get every bit of it. It's not just sticking your finger into the corner because you can't tell me people in the chat room don't lie. When you sit there and you're done eating Doritos and then you have your finger, it's all wet and you stick it all the way down into the corner of the bag to pull out that little bit of powder and lick it and keep doing it until it's gone. So that was it. No, no. Shut up. Well, anyways, I I was going to say when it comes to like Doritos or Cheetos or any of the stuff that leaves the dust on your fingers, I don't lick my fingers. I go go and wipe them off or wash them off. Oh, God, I lick it off. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, and just to let you know, I'm a, a chip-licking person or, like, Doritos. I actually will lick off, like, the powder before I eat it because if you just take a Dorito and stick it in your mouth and chew it, yeah, it tastes kind of cheesy. But if you lick the cheese, but then, the then chew it, really your brain – let me finish. 
well, and not as quick as I eat, but you just lick it, and you got this sensation, and your brain is just exploding with cheese flavor, and then you chew. All you're tasting is the cheese. Trust me, everybody, that's how you got to do it. Lick the Dorito and the powder off it, then chew it. No. Man, that's my tip of the day on how to eat I, a Dorito. I, and that's I have it. a thing about, like, actually putting my fingers in my mouth. I've never, I've never liked it, even if it's just, like, licking cheese dust off of my finger. I just can't do it. So I just go wipe my fingers off or wash my hands. Question, though, what about, like, if you're eating, you know, barbecue? I mean, you know, when you get your fingers low to a barbecue sauce, you can't no. tell me you don't No, wipe them finger? off or wash them off. Oh, Christ almighty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, you wouldn't want to sit next to me, but I can't believe it. I've never met somebody that doesn't I mean, your fingers. I've never met somebody that I mean, you're, you're the guy that sits there with, like, a fucking T-bone steak in your hands, and you're just, like, eating it like a... Like a savage, so. But I, well, at home, like I said, when I was out in public, I made sure nobody was looking, but uh, who would have thought this is how we're ending the podcast? That's what we're eating. But we went. That's your thing. But it's good. That's what I said. It's when I I went to a fancy restaurant, I made sure nobody was looking because I asked my family, look, and they said, nobody's (laughs) looking. I had to pick up that big steak with my hand. Well, that's the thing. It's when, when you cut it, it's losing all the juice and it's just getting stuck. You know, it goes on the plate or dries up. When you pick it up with your hands, all that juice is in your mouth and you can dip it in the sour cream but, or the butter. But Joe, like if, if you cut it and, and the juices have poured out, you can take your fork with a piece of steak on it and still like move it around in the juices that are on the plate. But the juice is still kind of on the plate. When you bite it, you ain't losing nothing. It's all in your mouth. Okay, but but then, but right, then you so can off. like if if you have like a roll or something, you can take the roll and like put it on the plate and swipe up the juices and eat it that way. Oh yeah, I'll stop. I stop it up like that too. And now Grim's making it like I'm a caveman. But, like we well, I'm trying. I, well, I'm trying up. to think now. Yeah, it's just did. like you guys are sitting at a restaurant and you look at everybody and like you know, there's probably like eight to ten people at this table, and you make each one of them look in in each direction. To be like, is anybody watching? Well, Why don't just, they just like throw a blanket over you or something so you can just? Well, they know what I'm doing too because I'll start eating and I start off a little bit with the fork and knife, but then I have this look <laughs> when I'm anxious and I put down the utensils and I'm kind of I start rocking like I'm right here, and like, and, and they say you want to pick God it up. God damn don't it, you? Joe! Like, oh, yeah. all right, like, let's well, everybody. Can we stop eating? Look around. Make sure, which is probably drawing more attention to the table. Everyone looking around to make sure no one's looking at the table. All right, Joe, go ahead. I just <laughs> it's good though. I can't help it. Like Grim's even asking if I listen to them ASM, ASMR food channels because I linked him one where they showed this girl eating Popeye's chicken. Oh my god! I didn't know what the hell this was, and then he explains what ASMR is. Like, well, I don't know. I was looking up Popeye's chicken just to. I don't know. See what it, it's terrible when I'm not eating and I gotta watch people eat. But it led to some girl on a channel and it was on YouTube, and she's just chewing and crunches like God. Does that sound delicious? So yeah, if you guys get a chance, type in ASMR Popeye's Chicken Girl. And oh I, I my think the closest God. thing that we have on this show is anytime Tyler takes a drink and you can hear his Adam's apple going up and down. Oh, or yeah. when he's chewing that, and yeah, eating, you can your, actually hear yeah. him swallow it, whether yeah. he swallowed or yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, there. That's what a way to end it was on something food, but it was still, yeah, it was a fun issue. You know, there's some it, crap. There was some good stuff. It's always a good time. Yeah, to it go wasn't as these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that was from the fall of 1985, issue four. And we'll get to another one in probably a month. We'll get to issue five. So is there anything you want to say uh, before we wrap it up? No, I don't, I don't think I got anything. There was part of me. It's like, oh, come on, Joe. We can do another one, like, tomorrow. But we'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, for anybody that's just joined us live, we appreciate you always being here. Hope you had a good time. And for people that are new to this channel, make sure you like. Wait, wait, wait. Mr. Indie Film Man. Stratos is amazing. Probably the best character. I think this is the first time Mr. Indie Film Man has ever commented. I wonder if it's somebody on a Facebook page trying to drive me nuts. That's it. Nope. We got to blog Mr. Fin <laughs> Indie Film Man here. right now. No, I'm just giving him shit. But goddamn, he had to bring. Why would you end this on Stratos? Well, he I had mean, to bring up Stratos. It, it, now let me see what else. Us, Joe. Stratos is all around us. Yeah, I just seen that you did that too. I forgot you had me getting choked. That's from Grim. Me getting pulled up in the face like He Man did the Beast Man. That's from Grim. You know what else is gonna be? You know what else is gonna be from Grim? All right, so is when is when he redoes that drawing um, that you did from this magazine of. Do you did you you got a name for it? Did that person name it? You got a name. We got to have a name for this thing. So anybody that's new to this channel, I want to make sure that you like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live. And until next time, don't know when it's going to be. Definitely Sunday. We don't know if it'll be before then. Have a powerful Stone Cold day. Steve Austin holds the record for most Royal Rumble victories with three, having won in 1997, 98, and 2001. But six other wrestlers have won twice. Name them. Oh, Christ, I probably couldn't name one. Okay, um... That's one. Shawn Michaels? Um... God, I don't want to say, did nope. Roman Reigns win twice or something? Or is that not good? Oh, good, thank God. Um... Nope. Uh, The Rock? Nope. Uh, Ric Flair? You're just gotta go down the I'm list, gonna huh? name it. I'm just gonna start... No, nope. I had to... I, I actually did have to... Because I had the, the that idea in my head... No. Hexel Jim Duggan? I had it in my head that, like, I know Stone Cold won three, but I was like, I know some have won twice. Let me look that up real quick. So I, I have it all pulled up right here. Do you, are you ready to give up? You want? You got a few more guesses. You, you, you got... I give up. Well, I gave up when you first all said right, it. So Go ahead. So we have Hulk Hogan, who yeah. won in 1990 and 1991. You had Shawn Michaels, who won in 95 and 96. We have Triple H, who won in 2002 and 2016, which is the one where he actually... The 2016 one, you remember Roman Reigns went into it to defend the title. I think he started at one and Triple H won the whole thing or something like that. Batista in 2005 and 2014. John Cena in 2008 and 2013. And Randy Orton in 2009 and 2017. So there you go. Well, you got me on that. My brain shut down. I got one of them. So I guess I did a sixth good. So that's it. See you guys next time. Joe Drew, man.